This week on Top 5 for Fighting, we're going to have some fun and hopefully be a little more organized in a NASCAR investigation. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie is, was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, ass too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. All right. I wish next week maybe you could come up with an opening that's a little more timely and relevant. I'd really appreciate it. I'll work on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Let's not hang around that topic. Oh, Hit it. <laughs> That's mean, but that really was kind of a, a joke. We're not. We won't even go into it because we know people get upset about it. But I don't wow. care. The whole thing's stupid. If you ask me, it really kind of was. Um, and th- the only thing I'll say about the whole thing: eleven other garages had the same freaking pull rope in their garage. Eleven other garages. Yeah. So the world is topsy turvy right now. Moving on, everybody wants attention. They'll find a way to get it. Yeah, and nobody knows how to handle an investigation. Obviously, there's a part of me that thinks that might have been a publicity stunt by NASCAR, but I don't want to poo-poo it or belittle hey. it. I just I'm turning into a conspiracy. Susan told me last night that I'm turning into a grumpy old man, I'm not, and that I'm not fun to be around. I don't anymore. think it's that. I just think you get to a point. Even me at, at times, I'm just getting a lot better at tuning shit out which I've struggled with for a long time. Kind but have to, right? Um, put it this way. Mark Furman thought this was a great investigation, okay? It's, it, it was in it. I'm not saying <laughs> do, that... Do it again. I'm <laughs> not saying that, that Wallace himself was seeking attention. I think NASCAR in general jumped the gun way too fast, didn't have the facts. When I saw the picture, I was like, all right, if, if you want to make the argument it's there, it's not a noose. It's a pull rope. And 11 other garages had the same exact rope in their garage. Moving on. Agreed. Yeah. So how was your week? Uh, it's good. It's We are just storming towards the 4th of July. Yeah, it'll be here before you it's, know it, right? Can't wait. Um, Beth and Jeremy coming in on Thursday. I took Thursday and Friday off. We're closed for the holiday for Friday but because my work is badass. But I took Thursday off, so I got a four-day weekend. I just can't wait. I noticed how you never take any time off from me. Can't wait. Dude, I'm here. I see you more than my parents. <laughs> we just had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was feeling sad, but now I'm better. But then again, it's like beating up a little kid. So, But I still give you credit. I still see you every week. True. And talk to you every day. We got to go get shitty sometime. We we will. All right. We will. Um, Not a lot happened this week. There's not a lot that we, that we probably want to talk about. We I got a try, good one. We want to try and keep it happy and lighthearted. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, th- this one, it it toes the line of stupidity again. But they're, again, I'll, f- I'll forward, what, what's the, I'll prologue Forgo this. Forgo it. I'll, Pro- to, to give a little pre-warning, okay. this probably legit story. If it is, it's horrible, whatever. 
Everybody loves Cards Against Humanity. We've done it for our podcast. We've done it for our bonus episodes. We've played a few rounds. We got another one coming up that we got to do here pretty Um, quick. It's our kind of people love that game. And when I say our kind of people, I mean fun and open-minded and sarcastic and don't take the world so fucking seriously. Got you. So anyway, the company that makes this game, imagine what that must be like. What, that's got to so, be like one of the greatest jobs ever. So you come right in up there with video game Greg, tester and cartoon watcher. You come in, you punch a clock, you you put your lunch away, you punch a clock, and your job, you are getting paid to sit down and write these cards. I kind of want to see if there's an online application for this to do it part time. I think it'd be amazing. Apparently, it's not so amazing for some people because there was an article today that it's a hostile work environment. Now, duh. Instantly, where does your mind go when you hear that? If you're working there for Cards Against Humanity, what are you expecting when you come in as far as just the overall environment, what's being talked about? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, hey, Carl, how are you today? Oh, I'm happy and, and everything, <laughs> Rachel. It's so good to see you. Let's sit down and make some nice, happy jokes that we can play on a G-rated movie. No, what... Uh, what'd you come up with today? Well, I got seven dead midgets in a bag. Yeah. I mean, that, in a box. that's your job, right? Is to come up with the most vile remarks on cards, period. That's your job. Well, the Karen police have stepped in because now they're turning it into a black and white issue because, as you know, the white cards are the answer cards and the black card is the topic that you have to make relevant to that card. Again, saying what I said earlier... Last week, people are now hunting for shit to get pissed about. So if we make them purple and yellow, who gets angry about that? I, I don't even care. Make them blue. You know what? The game is vile and offensive. Make them scarlet and gray. So wait a minute. So Right? <laughs> so they... <laughs> you just got it. I, actually, yeah. I, I, let's, we got to circle back to that because we got to finish this first. Okay. Um, so they're, they're upset that it's a hostile work environment. Now here's but but they're angry that the cards are white or black. So which which one is it? Is well, it a hostile work environment or are you upset that the cards are white and black? That of course it's it's being looked at, I guess, currently at the company or whatever. So so there there wasn't a lot of detail. I just basically saw the headline and I put my face in my hand like I do probably twice a day, like, oh my God, are you serious? Hmm. Um so apparently the co founder, which his name is I have it I actually wrote down notes max tenkin uh is the co-founder of the game and the company stepped down due to allegations of hostile work environment um sexual advances um racial insensitivity blah 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 i mean you can google it you can find it you can get all get all the nasty details yourself but I, I I just I had to bring it up because I could just couldn't picture me and you working at this company and then complaining about anything. Well, if this guy if this guy is treating his employees like shit, that's one thing. If he's yeah, making, absolutely. And if he's making unwanted sexual advances, and that's and that's, that's why I said up yeah. front, look, if this is true, it's so I horrible. Need to, I need to do some research on that and also see if they are hiring part time for nights and weekends because <laughs> I got some doozies coming out of Ohio. Okay. So I have not said a lot on Facebook and Twitter the last couple of weeks because, I mean... Why bother? Nah, it's not even a why bother thing. It's just that 
I mean, I know that my opinion may not be exactly what somebody else's opinion is, and there's a lot of people that go to those places to rant. And you know what? I don't want to be that guy that just stirs the pot just because. I mean, sometimes you do it because it's fun, like we do with Lawyer Andy and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that are genuinely upset about some genuinely upsetting things, so I get it. So somebody had said something, uh, and I can't remember what it was, along the lines of how it was... um, It's uh, with the with in reference to a lot of the things that are being destroyed in these riots, like we talked about before with the uh, the the the, you know the Confederate monuments and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that, but I they I had just said something to somebody about something making a little joke, and they kind of you know just like a personal private joke between me and the guy, and this guy this person popped off. And I said, look, I, I'm not really in this conversation, but this is basically what I have to say. If you have, if you do find something offensive or if you're upset with something, this is this country gives you the platforms that you can peacefully complain and talk to people about this stuff, and and it's not your responsibility to remove those items. It's your, it's the it's the government's responsibility. It's your 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 city council or your state governors or whatever, and you're supposed to go to them. You're supposed to take to them their problems, and then they're supposed to do what we want them as as the people to do. Mm-hmm. And and if that doesn't work, well, then you go higher. Like if you appeal your your case, and that court doesn't, then you go to the Supreme Wait, Court or whatever. Greg, are you suggesting people use the legal system? Yeah, common sense, right? What? Right. And, this is an outrage. And she says she says something that's offensive should not be allowed to exist. And I said, okay, here's my example. My neighbor has a car with an extremely loud radio, mm-hmm. and it, it offends me. I don't have the right to go over there and smash the window or burn the tires or whatever. And she goes, well, there are statutes and ordinances. And I was like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. There's not statutes and ordinances. I said, imagine, if you will, every time I saw someone walking down the street in an Ohio State t-shirt, I hit him with a baseball bat because I was offended. Mm-hmm. I got no reply. So I don't know if they're an Ohio State fan or not. But <laughs> No, they're just stupid. That's all there is to it. It's, How do you argue I, that? I won't even say stupid because that's not the right word. Ignorant. Passionate. Um. To, to a fault? I, I don't know. Self-absorbed? Yeah. So you're telling me, which, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, there's now people that want to pull down the Washington, uh, George Washington Monument. Um, the guy that helped build this freaking country, the one of the reasons that we are a country, they want to pull that down. I, I mean, it, it, you have... <laughs> keep my calm here. You have people looting and vandalizing the Lincoln Memorial, the guy that ended slavery, the guy that made the world started to be what it is now. Slaves were free because of Abraham Lincoln. And the people that are looting, the ones of color, are vandalizing the monument that ended slavery. Well, it's not it's it's, it's not just people of color no, that are looting the, the, and rioting. There are and, and unfortunately it, the, it's most of this is being perpetuated by people that are not of color. Well, if you watch the, I the saw people some, that are arrested, it's kind of sad. And there were some. That's why I'm saying that. Anyone. I don't care if it's one. That's completely ignorant and asinine. And it's stupid on all accounts, regardless of color, but especially Lincoln, for God's sakes. Yeah. Moving on. So you sent me a link today. I did? Yeah. Did I? Well, it was a picture of a link. You asked me if I'd read it, and I said, "Yeah." It took me about 0.7 seconds because it was just a picture. I my body my body just came out of the heat coma that I was in a little while ago, uh, so I I probably I completely forgot. So the Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle hockey team. Oh. 
they Jesus. they did not build they did not build a new arena there. I did not know this. They mm. they are re re yeah. modeling renovating the key arena. Yep. Which I guess is that where the Supersonics used to play. Correct. It's like a nine hundred and thirty million dollar job. Mm-hmm. Amazon bought the uh, the naming rights. Right. And what are they going to call it, Mike? Um, it's the. It's so bad. I already forgot what it was. Oh, I got got to pull it right here. The Climate Pledge Arena. Climate. I knew climate was in it. Climate Pledge Arena. My God. This will be the first arena. You know what they should have called it? What? The Pandering Arena. Well, I dug into this a little bit more, and seeing what they've done here, it's not going to anger me as much. It should still be called The Deep, and the team name should be The Kraken. You're right. But as we said through text, that'll never happen because that makes way too much sense. Around the way over here, I was thinking, like, what what else? Like, what Abyss Arena? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Or just call it the sponsor name, but give the ice the name. Yeah, like... um. I know at Florida State, it's Bobby Bowden Field at Doe Campbell Stadium. How about Climage Pledge Place, but the crack and play at the deep? Nice. Nickname at the deep. Yeah. For God's sakes. So did you read the article on this to find out all about it at all, or did you just see the headline? And, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, because I know we get busy during the day. No, I angrily closed it. Okay, so <laughs> you should take some of that anger and, and get rid of it, because all right. what they're doing here is actually... I trust your judgment. It's actually kind of neat. So what they've done is it's a $930 million renovation. Yep. It's going to be the first net zero carbon certified arena in the world. Fantastic. Yeah, no waste. Uh, the ice will be used by reclaiming ice water uh, that's stored in a tank. Uh, it's going to be completely 100% solar powered, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Amazon bought the rights, and they decided because they are starting a new $2 billion climate restoration yeah. program that they are going to that's going to be the spearhead so i can give it a little bit more okay than just it being you know another mercedes-benz dome or whatever yeah um i'd like to know what they paid but i, I guess seattle was based in washington or in, in, in seattle didn't it start mm-hmm. there yeah most most of those companies have so i mean I, I was disappointed when i didn't see the deep but i i i have a dollar i have a dollar that says the team's not the kraken Oh, I'm sure it'll, it won't it'll be. be. It's a it's a sin because, like you had mentioned a few times, because everybody wants it. Yeah, that, and I'm not oh. just saying just me. Like if you go on Reddit, it's the number one suggested. The name Kraken is the number one suggested name for this team everywhere, and they won't do it because well, I'm smarter than you, so they're probably gonna we're probably gonna get like the Seattle Panthers because I see a lot of Panthers on skates. <sighs> because screw the fans, you know. The, it's a, as long as they get your money, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's good. That's a good <laughs> point. Uh. Okay, so um, at this point, other than things that I watched this week, I'm out. That That's okay, because I have a fun little topical, and much like my intro, relevant little game for you. Uh-oh. It's not really a game. It's more informational than anything. Informational. I did educational shit today, Greg. I like informational. I like educational. I like yes. confrontational. So <laughs> the biggest thing going on right now, obviously, is the COVID vi- COVID-19 flu yeah. virus, whatever. Media, end of the world scare. Everybody's got to wear a mask or you're going to die. So I looked up and seen what the top five most deadly plagues were, or viruses, um, pandemics, if you will. Okay. Want to take a guess at a, at a few of them? Yes. See, see if you can guess. One of them was the bubonic plague? Yes. Let, let, let's go there. Um, that one was number one. Good guess, sir. Thank you. Want to guess how many people died? <laughs> 
It's not as many as you I'm would think. I'm only going to laugh because it was in the 1300s. Right. It's not as many as you would think because the population was not what it is now. Uh, oh, I think you'd be surprised. Wasn't it a couple million? Uh, yeah. You're, you're you're in the ballpark. Uh, 75 to 200 million unconfirmed because of the date that it happened. 75? 70. It's approximately approximated between 75 and 200 million people died from the bubonic plague. Wow. And this took place. Now, think about this. You know, we're all selfishly bitching about a couple months. 1346 to 1353. Yeah, that was a big one. They, they dealt with this. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking a long time. That happened so long ago. Those poor bastards only had um, Netflix, and they had to get the mail-ins to watch in their, in their huts while they were locked down. They had to wait for the DVDs to arrive. These people were still going to Blockbuster. Do you, remember, do you remember the dark ages when you actually had to wait on the Netflix DVD to arrive? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? How yeah. did we? How did we fucking survive, Mike? I would be. You know how I survived because I was the nerd that loved to go to Blockbuster, loved it. I did too, but I mean, we had to wait, Mike. We had to wait on the DVD to arrive. We it's had bullshit. to wait two days. That's why. So many, the, that's you know what? That's why are, so many people died. We are not animals. No, we fucking savages. <laughs> uh, um, I think one of them was the Spanish flu. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, okay. The, this, I was just so floored by this. Um, from 1346 to 1353, an outbreak of the plague ravaged Europe, Africa, and Asia. Those are not small continents <laughs> whatsoever. Um, I would say they're probably three of the biggest seven. It, yeah, it's it was no get <laughs> nice. Hold on. Here's a surprise. It was thought to have originated in Asia. Surprise. The that plague most likely jumped continents via the fleas living on the rats yep. that had to live aboard merchant ships. The rats were the were the Holy big the big carrier. Crap. Yep. So yeah. Well, think about think about those times. I mean, you pooped in a bucket, you threw it out the window. You, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was, mean it was not pretty living no, back then. No, not at all. Um, yeah, it's and you have to call it the bubonic plague because you can't call it the Black Death anymore. I have to ask this because it, this is just where my warped mind goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan and I like to watch a lot of different type of stuff, and we'll see all these movies like that'll take place. Oh, you know, here's a good one: um, The Patriot. Okay, every it's year com- Fourth of July, up. it's coming up. It's on Netflix. Seven, 1776. Do you think people actually looked forward to having sex with no hygiene or showers or anything? I mean, could, yep. do, do you think? Do you think it? Yep. I mean, wouldn't it like knock you out? Nope, because there's no other way. You don't know any other way. Oh. <sighs> 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 I no, shudder thinking about it. No problems. I'd have jumped in that thicket with no problem. <laughs> Got another guess? Didn't even have manscapers. Yeah, Spanish flu is one of them. Spanish flu. And that one... Oh, see, Asian flu can't say that one. Um, No, not on there. Really? Number two, well, I mean, de- depending on how, one, how you want to name some of these, uh, another one was, it's literally called the flu pandemic. It, okay. Imagine that, Greg. It was just called the flu. And that was in 1918. There was no naming rights to be had yet for <laughs> there was those. No money to be yeah, made. yeah. It was like when it used to be Tampa Stadium. Oddly enough, Dr. Fauci was around for this one, but didn't have much to say. <laughs> 1918. Take a guess how many people died from the flu in 1918? Roughly. 125 million. No, wait, you're way high. Way high. It's the flu, Greg. Yeah, but you used to it. The first one Not was two hundred. The first one was two hundred million. There's big drop. Okay, off. Uh, thirty-five million. You're right in the ballpark. Twenty to fifty. Okay, so so you're right there. Uh, between nineteen eighteen and nineteen twenty, a disturbingly deadly outbreak of influenza, the flu, 
tore across the globe. That, that's pretty impressive. Went across the globe, over a third of the world's population, ending lives of 20 to 50 million people. Of the 500 million infected, the mortality rate was estimated at 10% to 20%, with up to 25 million deaths in the first 25 weeks alone. That's crazy. Do you, do you know why it was like that so bad? Um, what was, was what was going on in 1918? The Titanic? World War. Oh, World War One. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Na- well, you nasty. had well, you had so many. I mean, I don't know this. I'm going to assume you had so many different things going so many different places that they don't normally do. Uh, especially think of all the equipment, food, supplies just getting shipped globally. Yep. Yep. Every country. That's, that's what I. That's what I mean. All just over the all place. the stuff you were sending everywhere. Yeah. It's like you were just passing out the flu to everybody. Basically. Here you go. Everybody gets the flu. You get the flu, and you get the flu. You know it was what? like an episode of Oprah. You know why? Why? Because they didn't have masks back then. They didn't wear masks. Yep, that's what it is. Well, they did, but they they, they bundled it in with the chlorine gas. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a care package. Uh, here's another one. More recent. Very recent. Big picture. Uh, Like the H1N1? Nope. SARS? Uh, no, it, it wasn't nearly uh, up here. Oh, okay. Bird flu? But when I when I say it, you'll be like, "Oh shit, yeah, forgot about that." AIDS. Oh yeah, yeah. HIV. Um, at its peak, which was between 2005 and then 2012, is when they started to die down. Treatments were getting underway. They kind of figured it out. Twenty million. Close. A little higher. Twenty-five. A little higher. Thirty. Thirty-six. Okay. Thirty-six million. Um, and the world was pretty scared, but. I mean, and this is not to be said in a mean way, but if you weren't gay, you were pretty safe. You just had to be sure of what you were uh, they, they doing was, and stuff. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people that got it through blood transfusions. That was the other bad thing. That was, and it was. Um, but it. I mean, like Freddie Mercury is a perfectly good example. It, you know, it was a horrible thing that gays had to deal with back then. People, people weren't scared. People were terrified. Oh yeah, because, absolutely. Because it was driven by the media a lot. Yeah. A lot, um, and you had you had things that would happen, like it would come out. Like Rock Hudson. Let's just talk about Rock Rock Hudson for a second. Oh, there was another one, uh, Liberace. Yep. Well, Rock Hudson was a was a ladies' man. He was he was a stud. He was one the woman. He was the guy that every woman wanted to be with. Everyone in Hollywood was like, "Wait a minute, I kissed Rock Hudson on. Do I have AIDS? No, right. Nobody Cause, knew because they didn't know. Because nobody knew. Yeah. Right. Scary. I mean, Urban Meyer survived it, so that's okay. Is it okay? I don't think it is. Barely. Yeah. Barely. I don't think it um, is. Last one, just the one on here, which was called the Plague of Justinian, year 541 and 542. Holy shit. Way back. Yeah. I mean, way back. Those numbers that they're going to give you are bullshit because there was no census. Well, you, you don't know. <laughs> yes, I do. The, the, <laughs> Yahoo was still going on back then. <laughs> or no, it was AOL dial-up. Uh, 25, 25 million, but it was another strain of the bubonic plague. Gotcha. It, it was as a result of that, so they, they just kind of lumped it in there. Um, wow. Nearly half the population of Europe. That's, I mean, back then, obviously, it wasn't the Europe we know today. Well, but, that was still the center of civilization. Yeah, it was. Europe, uh, you know, between France and, and um, Italy and um, to To put England it in modern day terms, that, yeah. was, that was the Spain. club. It Everyone was. was going to the club. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, the, the, there's some more pandemic history for you. Nasty. Yeah. Flat 200 million people. That's that is the definition of terrifying. Yeah. Those those are numbers and that, that, and that are just like 
okay, maybe I'm not so safe. Well, you got to think about that too. You got, uh, when did they say that was? 1346 to 1350? Yeah. 53? Yeah. And you said mostly in Europe, Asia, and Africa. Africa? Well, what was there in North America and South America? Not that much. Natives? I mean, the Aztecs? Yeah, and they mean, didn't deal with anybody. So yeah, a long time ago they they don't want they don't want none of that. No, they didn't want the Spanish coming showing up and kicking their ass. Stay away. So yeah, that was just fun little yeah, that's just good. A, a time relevant issue that I that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, fair enough. Thought it was interesting. Two hundred million. When it gets to that, I'll be scared. Think about that as a percentage of the population too. Oh, it's I mean, cool. what are there? There's three billion on the planet right now. Is that what it is? And it feels like they're all in Pinellas 3, County. Three point five. Well, every all of them that are over eighty are in yeah. Pinellas County. Three billion. So if you lose two, if you lose two hundred million, I'd like to know what the population was back then. I couldn't. It couldn't have been more than five hundred, six hundred yeah. million. It's weird. Holy shit! Can you imagine how many people would be alive today if that no, had not happened? That's nuts. No. They'd have to fix this stoplight out here. Traffic could be better. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. So I got a mashup for you. Give me a mashup. I still I still did some work, and we still have some entertainment news, believe it or not, Sweet. and some good stuff. All right. I got some good nuggets, even Hit though I was here, it. like, what, two days ago and just found some stuff? No. Three days ago? No. How long's it been? What? what? Today's Thursday? Thursday? Oh, Thursday? you were here on Monday. It, yeah, was it was three days. See, it was just three days Dude, ago. Dude, they all run together now. I swear to God. I, it's, it's, I was talking to somebody on the phone yesterday. I said, he goes, well, when do you think you can get it? I'm like, ah, probably, probably the beginning of next week. He goes, the beginning of next week. I was like, yeah, man, it's Thursday. He goes, it's Monday. I was like, oh, then I might be able to get it this week. <laughs> True story. All day today? Yeah. thought it was Wednesday. No lie. All right, so here we go. On July 31st, the popular app, which I do use, courtesy of a buddy, HBO Go, okay. is gone. Makes sense. It's gone. They want you to pay for HBO Max. They want everyone to stop sharing HBO Go and HBO uh, <laughs> what the other one is. How will you ever make it? HBO, know, you poor right? babies. Oh. So yeah, as of July 31st, and I actually found out about it through an email from Roku because I've got a couple of Roku's in the house, which is the greatest thing ever. They are. Um, I, the you best. have one. I mean, it's, I've got four of them. It, it's incredible. Um, so I got an email from Roku saying, you know, we apologize. You know, they're apologizing to me because HBO is going away, which is popular on their service. Um, you know, even they were not happy about it. But I, like you said, I told business wise, I get it. Yeah, they want everyone to pay for HBO Max. Um, so it is what it is. It on, was a good run. On that, I would like to say something about HBO Max. Um, I have Amazon Prime. Yep. Okay. So why? And, and I have Amazon Prime simply because I'm a Prime member. I don't yeah. pay for it. I, I I I have it for business mostly. It's a great perk. It is. It's a great perk. Absolutely. Plus, if you don't, I mean, what is it? What is Prime? Three hundred a year? I think. No, God, no. You you pay for the whole thing for the year for like eighty bucks. Is okay. Yeah, it's. I it's made that back reasonable. on shipping. I made that back on the free shipping last month. Yeah. Period. Okay. Yep. So I get the Prime. And when we started doing all the stuff for HBO or for Game of Thrones, yep. I had I had to watch it and catch up. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and I got the add-on for Amazon Prime. Yep. With HBO, I said okay, no problem. I I guess I didn't pay attention to it. I'm looking through my bank statements each month, and I'm every month I'm getting a charge from Amazon Prime for sixteen ninety six a month digital yep. charge, and I'm like, God, I didn't watch that many movies. Because for the po- Susan I's podcast, if we don't have it available, we'll just rent it on Amazon Prime. So it'll be three ninety nine sure. or four ninety nine or whatever. So I did some research into what my sixteen ninety six a month charge was. Do you know what it was for? Um, nine of that was. Pr- do you pay for Prime for the year or I pay by for, month? I pay for it in, in one fell swoop. I oh, pay for it okay. At once. So you do it the smart way. I, I do the. It comes out monthly, but 
Um, it's easier to pay for it. Costs you a little bit more, but it's easier to pay for it. it. You're right, and that's what I need to do. But no, I I don't know. Go ahead. HBO. All of it. Seventeen dollars a month. I'm HBO. being charged by HBO to watch it through Prime, which I have for free. I don't pay seventeen dollars a month for Amazon Prime. Yeah, pass. That pass. is why I'm pissed off at HBO. Yeah. You know what Stars is? Uh, six bucks. Six ninety nine. Yeah. You know what Showtime is? Ten. Six ninety nine. Oh, is it really yeah. six ninety nine? It's through, just HBO. Prime. And you know why? F- Game of Thrones. Because no, as a result of the popularity of Game, they, okay, their prices fair, fair went enough. up. But they, but when there's no more new Game of Thrones coming, they could have maybe dropped it down a little bit. And you know what movies they show me every month? Movies that I have on DVD. Yeah, it's the uh, fuck fuck you guys. It's their original content is why they charge more. They they have fantastic original programming, original shows for HBO makes. Their movie selection is garbage. Do you know who has a lot of uh, original programming that I really like? Stars has better movies than HBO. They do absolutely. Do you know who who has original programming that I like? Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I'm not paying extra for it. Yeah, I, I hey man, unfucking believable. Man. I, agree I, with I, you. I couldn't believe it when I I'm like, you, you, what a bunch of arrogant pricks. So I I really don't feel bad for them at all. It's all their original. And they've been they've been the premier pay channel for since we were kids, thirty years. Absolutely, absolutely. You had Porky's on when I walked in. I saw Porky's on HBO <laughs> when I was a kid when I shouldn't have. I think I think we both did. I think we both saw Porky's when we shouldn't have. I still have a crush on Kim Cattrall. Yeah, that movie's that movie's hysterical. That movie's genius. The Coyote. Yes, the la- they call her Lassie. <laughs> oh, Lassie, that's right. Um, this one kind of surprised me because I didn't know this was happening. So this came right out of left field. Okay. There's a new Evil Dead movie coming, and it is not going to be directed by Sam Raimi and is not going to star Bruce Campbell. But the director was handpicked by Sam Raimi, and Bruce Campbell is championing... He's marketing or he's all for the he's involved with the production but it will not include ash does at this all. does this have anything to do with the that not your brother dead? ash <laughs> it's definitely got nothing to do with that son of a bitch nothing um is this the like a sequel to the one that they remade a couple months ago a couple years ago or it's, is it like a whole new start because that i heard that movie was awful though i'd never watched it because obviously for reasons um no, what there's an article that came out. Bruce Campbell was the one doing all the pub for it, like okay. breaking all the news and stuff like that. It's going to be called Evil Dead Rise, and it is not going to be set in the cabin. It's going to be a new hero in a new setting. In the in the, the premise that they wanted to stick with, that the hero just a normal guy, okay, not a superhero, not you know, n- n- no super buff like ass kicker. It's it's kind gonna of, gonna be a guy just like Ash. Kind of surprised that they haven't delved into that universe a little bit more than they had, especially as popular it was as it was with the three huge movies. I think it was just kind of hit or miss, uh, just not as popular as it used to be. But yeah, Good it's um, okay. I, I just I didn't know that was happening, but Me I either. was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And being that it's a fresh take on it, um, I'm all for it. I'll give it a shot. But what I kind of knew was coming, but never really got confirmation on it. Jackass 4 oh, in shit. July of 2021. Okay. And, I mean, come on. You either love the Jackass series or you don't. And if you don't, I get it. But me and Dylan will watch that shit and laugh hysterically every time we watch it. I like them. I just have a hard time getting through all of them at once. It kind of gets, you know, like like 45 minutes oh, in. Oh, absolutely. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to stop this and watch You know what I mean? But I still laugh pretty hard. Their movies are fantastic. Yeah, they, I, I like the show better because it was shorter. The, yeah, because you got little tastes of it, yeah. and it was just like the outhouse catapult was 
just to, to this day, it, it, I cringe when I think about it. Um, the movies, they really stepped up and they brought their best stuff for the movies, I thought. The ball pit with the python that bit Ugh. Johnny. And then you come to find out that they put a second one in there without telling him. And then it lashed onto his leg. Uh-huh. I, it's just, it's horrific to put yourself in that scenario and what they do to each other. Uh, it's, I guess that's what makes it so good. I think the one that hurt me and made me laugh the most is when uh, Johnny got shot with the beanbag gun. Oh, the riot control stuff? Oh. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah. I mean, who it was... Uh, God, I want to say it was Brian Dunn that was shaking. He was so scared. Like, literally. Yeah. Just shaking. Like, looked like he was going to pass out. He was so scared. And then Knoxville just kind of... T- and he's laughing through the whole thing. Well, yeah, because he always does. Shot. No, Knoxville was going to get oh, shot. No, okay, I see what he you're saying. He got yeah. shot, knocked him off his feet, and he's still laughing I'll, in pain. I'll never forget the size of that bruise he showed after he got hit On with his that stomach. Oh. It's just, I mean, a softball-sized purple circle. It, oh. It's just uh, numerous of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay watching. I call it. I call this one sh- shopping caught roof trick. Yeah, dude, in the names they came up with that shit was so funny. Do you, do you remember the episode of Family Guy where they were doing the jackass stunts? No. Oh, you don't? I'll have no. to find it for you. They're up on the roof, and Peter goes, "I call I call this one shopping caught roof trick," <laughs> and he comes down, and his head's all bent over, and you see like bones sticking out of his neck. Ah, ah, my neck, my neck. Jesus, it's Christ. great. It's that's good stuff. Yeah, I'll find the I'll find the name of the episode and and, and forward it to you. This one made me happy. Confirmation on something finally that we were talking about that was near and dear to my heart. Okay. The Snyder Cut. Okay. We finally got a, a time frame early to mid 2021. So we're not going to have to wait a year. So I'm happy. I mean, I mean, I I, I know your feelings on no, it. No, no, no. I mean, they said 2021. I mean, it was, it's, uh, ooh, now it's early 21. Thanks, guys. And we were, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to have to wait till Christmas because that's just how this is going to have to work out. But no, it's that they said very early to mid 2021. So. Worst case, this time next year it comes out. All right, that's cool. I know that everybody listened to us talk about this for an hour, and I probably said it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I, everyone's gonna I'm watch just, it. I'm just, I'm hoping that it's gonna be great. I just can't get pumped for. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I don't knock you for that at all. I listen. I'm, I'm the idiot in the room, and I know it, and I try to watch and enjoy everything that I you're, can. You're not an idiot, as far as you know. But I recognize. Well, that's what my mom told me. <laughs> I recognize that Justice League was not a great movie, but still, when you see all those characters on the movie together in the same movie and the, on the same team, it it's still, there's a part of you, your kid, that's like, ah, it's Justice League. Do you know why I think so many people hate Justice League? Um, Because of, I mean, it literally looks like I pieced it together. I think they were so excited to finally have a Justice League movie, and then that's what they got. There was no tolerance for, okay... I enjoyed it, but this was a little weak. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's like um, it's like Richard with Thor. Should have came he, a few years later. He loves he loves Thor so much, but he he hates the movies because it just ruined what he thinks of Thor. Right. We all wanted to see those guys on. Uh, all of us watched yeah. the Justice League cartoon. Yep. Um, which explains why it made all the money that it did because people wanted to see it and it just fell short. It it what happened happened, and there's no going back. But yeah. hopefully. Given the time and the money that he's gotten, it'll be better. So we'll see. Um, last two things. One, for the video game news of the week, the trailer for gameplay for the Star Wars Squadrons game came out, which I think we talked about in our video game episode, uh, where you got to fly the X-Wings back in the day. It was on the N64. 
Um, the one I played was on the computer. It was called X-Wing and Tie Fighter. It was called Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Yes, yep. you did mention that. Yep. But this one, brand new version, all new makeup. It is going to be a multiplayer game. Uh, comes out on October second. A little too far away for my liking, but whatever. Um, well, there's got to be an announcement at some point. You know, that's yeah, gonna well, be, that's going to be off in the distance. So. they're which means they're probably still working on it. That's which, really only, which, but dude, that's only really July, August, September. That's only ninety days. It, yeah, you're right, and it's, it's not too bad. I mean, it's it's all going to be flying, both sides, X wings, Tie fighters, um, multiplayer, squad play. So you can play with you know five of your buddies. Like you can five guys can join up in a squad. And the biggest thing that I was excited about showing you and Richard is crossplay across all platforms. And the cherry on top of this big Sunday, it's all completely VR compatible. So you can play it in virtual reality. Nice. That is going to be quite a few weekends of not leaving my man cave. <laughs> <laughs> because guess what? I get to fly an X-Wing. I'm excited about this because like little legitimately two of my favorite games ever were the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter games. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I told you yesterday, I don't know if I'm as excited about it now as I was when I saw the trailer because I am not good at the multiplayer, like Call of Duty and stuff. I just don't get to play them enough to be good. Yep. I'm still getting it. You know, the best price was, the best part was, I can't believe it's only going to be 40 bucks. That's the thing. And I think, again, I, I know we had already talked about this, but my guess is because EA Sports took a total nut shot for their mishandling of Battlefront 2, which is, as far as Star Wars goes, there's Knights of the Old Republic, and then there's Battlefront, which are arguably two of the most popular Star Wars games ever made. Mm-hmm. And they completely screwed the pooch on the opening for Battlefront 2. It wasn't ready. They were doing microtransactions. They just literally pissed off every Star Wars fan that bought this game, including myself. We all bought it. We all were like, God damn it. A few of my buddies got rid of it, but over time... When it was all said and done, when the last update came out for this game, I think it was last month, the, the last new content came out, it's a phenomenal game. That They corrected it. It took six months, but they fixed it, and they made it right. So, But there's a lot of people that are going to be gun-shy when they see EA Sports, and it's going to be Rogue Squad. They're going to be like, yeah, but I remember what you fuckers did to me with, with Battlefront, so they're probably going to be hesitant. So you don't have that $60 price point. You drop it down to 40 then people are like, well, you know, that's not as bad. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't say it very often, but that game might be pre-order material. Um, I'm, I completely agree, what one hundred percent, and it depends on what they give you for pre-ordering, because sometimes they really give good stuff for pre-ordering, sometimes they don't. Otherwise, I'll just buy it and download it the day it comes out. Yeah, yep, which a lot of people do, but um, happy about that. So that's October second, and then the last thing was a movie trailer I saw today at lunch, just messing around on YouTube at lunch. It's called The Outpost, and it comes out on demand. I'm so glad you said post and not house. Yeah, right? That would have been a shitter. No, it's a true story about a um, – it's a military mo- – of course, it's an American military movie. That's the one movie. with Gerard Butler. Uh, nope. This one has got Orlando Bloom in it and a bunch of people that I've never heard of. Sweet. I've um, been waiting for Legolas to come back. Which is cool because it's not like a bunch of – retreaded action stars playing in a military. These are a bunch of guys that um, there's a guy in it, an actor in it that's the son of another actor. I just can't remember the guy's name, but you'll see it when you look it up. Um, It's a base in Afghanistan that basically we have that they get, oddly enough, it's at the base of a mountain range, and then they kind of get overtaken by um, the Taliban, and then they kind of fight back. They have to take their base back, and it looks awesome. 
like in a great time of year to come out. It comes out on July third. Nice. Uh, on video on demand, and it says and in theaters. So if it gets a theater run, I'll go see this in the theater for sure because I'm a military movie in theater. Come on. Right. Um, so July 3rd, The Outpost. Go look up the trailer. You'll see what I'm talking about. It looks fantastic. That's next Thursday. Yeah. Looks really good. Uh, when are the AMCs around here going to open? July 15th. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Just like the ostrich story. Allegedly. Yeah. All you Letter, Letter Kenny fans know Allegedly. what I'm talking about. Um, so uh, the only movie news I have is, did you see what became the first movie to be number one at four different times at the box office was? Yes, which blew my mind. I don't know which four different times it was. I don't remember it being released that many Jurassic times. Jurassic Park? Yeah. Because it's out in theaters now. I, that, yeah, that's why it's the fourth time. Which it made... 581,000. Uh, I mean, shit, didn't do too bad. No, I people mean, that, are going to the movies. There's only, there's only three theaters open. No, I'm kidding. In that, hey, I don't remember. I don't remember it being four separate times. I don't remember it being re-released four times. But you know, it is what it is. Just the fact that people are going to the movies again makes me happy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are, namely me. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I got. Break time. Yeah, take a break. Let's do our list after that. Okay, so time for a new promo. Uh, we have uh, guests, friends, stalwarts of the show, Richard and Nick here. Pillars. They are both trying the not water barbecue sauce for the first time. Tell me what you think, Richard. I like them. I like the fact that it's sweet. Also, it's got a nice little kicker at the end, yeah. right? Because I'm feeling it now in my, my throat. Yep. Back. Right. So, you know, I've actually been lucky enough to have this before because Mikey brought me some. And uh, I got to be honest with you, man. It, it, it's great. It stands up to the heat really well. So if you're throwing some chicken... Uh, on a stovetop or on a grill, whatever, you know, you just baste it on there towards the end. And like I said, it, it does stand up really well to the heat. So, I mean, it's great to cook with and it, it, it tastes awesome. It, it, incredible. Yeah. It's better than anything I have in my fridge right now. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the best barbecue sauce I've ever had. And on top of that, they just announced this past week that they have a new rub called the Sweet Heat Rub, which I got to get my hands on some of it soon. So if you guys if you guys want any of this stuff, go to notwaterbarbecue.com, K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. That's not water with a K. Use the code FIGHTING10. You get 10% off your order. If you order over $50 worth of material, it's free shipping. So get together with your buddies, chip in, save yourself 10 bucks on shipping. They have shirts, barbecue sauce, pepper sauce, rubs. What am I missing? The, o- the only thing you're missing is if, when you do buy some and you do order some, make sure you read the story on how this barbecue sauce was born on the bottle. It's incredible. Yep. And you won't find anything like that anywhere else. Not and water. It, Sorry. And, and it's made in the United States. Yep, it is. Notwaterbarbecue.com. Uh, Thank you for supporting us, guys, and support them because they support us. Peace. And we are back. Yes. Let's talk some football. I got something real quick. What do you, oh, I, got, I forgot. I got, triple trivia. I got triple trivia for you, sir. How dare I? It's all right. So this this is connected to King Kong. All right? Yes, the Jack Black, Peter Jackson, epic. Yep. What year was that again? 2005. Okay. Uh, this movie's a little bit older. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're going to know this. There was not a lot involved with this, but I kind of backed myself into a corner. Justice League? No. Because you this, said there wasn't a lot this, involved with this, it. This might be better than Justice League. Uh, okay. Um, this movie was not a monster hit, but I liked it. Okay. All right. The third, the first clue is the director and producer Robert Zemeckis. 
Robert Zemeckis was not the director. He was a producer. Okay. Wanted a Halloween week release, but the studio refused, wanting a summer release, and it backfired with poor box office numbers. <laughs> Makes sense. Happens a lot. Yeah, why listen to the director? I mean, yeah, heaven forbid you he listen just, to the guy that's making the they, movie. They just fucking wrote it. I mean, yeah, what do they know? Exactly. No guess. There is not a lot of things that tie into anything from King Kong. So clearly, is, no, seriously, I mean, because like nothing's even coming to right, mind, even right. with Robert Zemeckis. Um, Zemeckis is not the tie. I will tell you. Okay. I will tell you. Probably, it, I, I may have been giving too much away. Peter Jackson, or. Uh, He's a director, right, for King Kong and yes. uh, Lord of the Rings? Yes. He's the tie. He, okay. he, he directed this movie. Danny Elfman was so impressed with Peter Jackson's previous movie, he offered to do the score without even seeing the script. Peter Jackson and Danny Elfman. Shit. Because Danny Elfman's pretty well known for a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's got his name up there as far as writing scores for movies. Namely, the Batman theme. That was Prince, dude. That was Prince. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, okay, that's a good that's a good clue, but I, I got nothing. Okay. This was originally planned to be a segment of Tales of the Crypt, but producer Robert Zemeckis was so impressed by the script, he decided to make it a feature. Oh, my God. Dungeons and Dragons? No. Or is that too far back? It's too far back. No, I think Dungeons and Dragons came out after this because wasn't Dungeons and Dragons like early two thousands? I can't remember. It's it's been I, it's, so long. I've blocked that movie out of my head because I was so excited. Then when I saw it, I'm like, oh remember, my I god! Remember, I thought today was Wednesday. So I, as far as going back that far, right? So the uh, fair enough. This this is a hard one. I mean, um, I will tell you, uh, it starred Michael J. Fox. The Frighteners. Yes. Oh yeah, I. That there you go. Okay, yeah. I did not know that and Peter I, Jackson directed that. Not many people do. The and Frighteners I, was a good movie. I, I, I liked it a yes, lot. Yes, I liked it a lot. In fact, I need to add that to my Halloween watch list. Yeah, that was one of the movies that I stole from James when he showed me all the tubs of stuff. Nice, I grabbed it. Um, couple, little bit of trivia about this: uh, Michael J. Fox kept messing up his lines because the character that plays the judge, John Aston, he kept calling him Doc. Are you serious? Yes. That's yes. funny. That's funny. <laughs> this is the movie that he decided that he had spent too much time away from his family, and he went back to TV to do Spin City, because he had been traveling. Jay Fox? Yeah, because okay. this, this was filmed in uh, New Zealand. Right. My, um, Peter Jackson had a special effects studio. Did Weta? I, or is this sh- pre-Weta? I'm not sure what... I think... I th- are they the ones that did um, Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yes. And it's based out of New Zealand. They had They had one person employed... And they had to ramp it up to 35 people for this movie, which worked out because he went from this directly into the Lord of the Rings movies. And then look what they pulled off yep. of Lord of the Rings. Yep. Um, they wrote the scene, and I don't remember the scene. I got to go back and watch it because I haven't seen it in a long time. Apparently, there's a part where there's like a. a, a, a it's army. rated R, right? It is rated R. I was going to yes. get to that. I was going to get to that. Uh, there's a scene that Arlie Ermy is in in this. Okay. And he's yelling at somebody, and they kind of recreate him yelling at Private Joker. It's like a tribute to uh, Full Metal Jacket. Right. But they wrote it with Arlie Ermey in mind, and then when they went to New Zealand, they were just going to find somebody to play the role. They couldn't find anybody. You they can't flew. They him. flew him in specifically for that for that scene. You have to. They, I agree. Uh, the rated R thing. Uh, the NPAA would not give it a rated R, a PG thirteen. Peter Jackson wanted a PG thirteen, and he said, I, "It's I'm following all your rules." And like, well, it's too intense, and the subject matter. And he says, "Okay, fine." So there's a scene where one of the people dies and his head explodes. Right. He was just supposed to get shot. So he said, "If you want to make it R, we're going to make it R." 
and so it, he blew his head up. Yep. Nice. And, it's, and it was the o- o- the only rated R movie that he or the last rated R movie he had had until uh, I think it was the the Battle of the Seven Armies or whatever it is. The Hobbit. Yeah. That was PG thirteen. I don't think so. Not according to what I read. All the Hobbits Here. were PG thirteen. I thought they were too. They they were all PG thirteen. It, it would have been suicide if they'd have made it that an R. Uh, I think I'll have to look it up. I'll yeah, look, I'll look it up. But that, but, but he he decided. Well, no matter what he did and what he cut, they were like, no, nah, no, nah, it's still got to be R. And he says, well, look, if I got to cut it, then f- fuck you. He said, I've given everything away. I'm just gonna go ahead and make it R. So he went he went crazy with it. I'll pull it up for you. <laughs> it was the excuse the, me while I whip this out. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, that was the you said the battle of the five five armies. Yeah. Yeah, I think almost every single one of those movies was PG. I thought they were too because there was no reason for them to be R. But no, there, there really wasn't. It, it said eighteen years. So when did the Battle of the Five Armies come out? That this was ninety five. So eighteen years. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Um, we're vamping. We're vamping. How can you not show the rating? We're vamping. For fuck's sakes. Yeah, we'll we'll pause it and pull it up. Do your job, IMDb. Ha! <laughs> oh, IMDb doesn't show it. You have your one. You have one job. Well, two. <laughs> show the ratings and <laughs> yeah, it it does not show the ratings at all. But huh. I, I'm willing to guarantee that it was PG thirteen. Or you know what? If if I knew how to use Google, I could just add rating into the search. Yeah, I thought it was PG thirteen too. But when I read the trivia, I was like, okay. I mean, it would be kind of a bold statement to say, and then that it not be PG thirteen, especially given the subject, like. The Hob- I mean, we all read The Hobbit and shit in school. Like, yeah. It just, it would, supp- I mean, we'll have to look it up. It, it's it's not showing Funny, it. Funnily enough, I don't remember The Hobbit being nine hours worth of, of watching. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's the only problem um, with The Hobbit movies is they were too long. They should have made two. Not three. They should have made two. Here you go. The extended version has an R rating. Okay. So So there you go. Okay. Um, which means that the first one, the the theater one, was PG thirteen. He had to cut it then to get the PG thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So whatever. Whatever. They were good movies. They, it should have been two movies. I thought they were. I thought they were good. I actually believe it or not, I think the first one was the best. It's tough to top Lord it, of the Rings. No, no, I mean The Hobbit. An unexpected no, no, that's journey. what I'm saying. Oh, that no, no. series. You, yeah. You, you can't put Lord of the Rings out first and then top that because it was so amazing i see what you're saying well yep. you could have you could have made a movie you know what i mean not three movies is it, i i get you know what i mean i i just think i just think they added so much stuff into the movies that wasn't in the book they could have cut a lot of that out and had two good movies like the opening scene of the hobbit where bilbo come uh, was it bilbo yeah mm-hmm. where he comes home and they spend like 45 minutes with the dwarves i mean that was neat but if i watch the first one again i'm probably going to fast forward through all that because it's so slow. What they could have just done is taken The Hobbit and made it a three-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah. And it stuck to the book, and it probably would have been fantastic. Yeah, fair enough. So there you go. There, there, what, well, there you go what? So, I mean, we, we settled The Hobbit debate. Just yes, like we that. did. Boom. We, we, we just fixed the problem. Done and done. We're problem <laughs> solvers, Mike. That's what we do. That's why we're here. So you want to get to our list? I think that's a good idea. All right. So we're going to continue with our Mount Rushmore theme leading up to the the big day, the birthday of the greatest country on earth, regardless of what's going on right now, with our Mount Rushmore topics, uh, which last week we did college football, and this week we're doing Greg's favorite, the NFL. 
Um, well, that's that's not necessarily true. I you're an NFL me, guy. I love me some college football, but you are an NFL guy. If I had to pick one, it would be well. college. Well, I I mean, won't all reasonable yeah, guys pick but, college? But I am an NFL guy. Yeah, I, I do exactly. love the NFL. Um, and just to clarify, yes, finally, officially on IMDb, Battle of the Five Armies, PG thirteen. Okay, so there we go. Um, this one was not as difficult for me as it was for college. Um, not as much research had to go into it. Well, you have such you have the ability to have a much larger larger body of work, right? As a professional, yep. You know, so, you, you've got a lot of guys in college that put up these amazing numbers for two years, whereas the NFL, it's kind of like, yeah, he was really good that one year. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb here, and then can we just both agree that Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever and go to our number two? Yeah. Because that's what I did. Yeah, me too. I, because obviously we knew who – there is no argument there. Tom, Tom Brady will be on the list for the discussion on um, on uh, the July 4th episode, but yes. Yeah, you'll I, have I, to explain to me how that works because I still don't understand how that's working. But We're, we're going we're gonna to take our list. But we'll get to that. We're going to take our lists okay. that we've put, the hockey, the baseball, the college football, and the ba- basketball or uh, pro football, and we're going to put all the names on a list. Okay. And then we're going to have our guests and us – Pick our Mount Rushmore out of those names. Okay, fair enough. So you'll have to. So you have like a hockey guy and a football guy. Okay. No position or anything. Just who just you think are guy. the five best. Yeah. Okay. All right. Easy enough. Okay. So my quarterback was Peyton Manning. Okay. Um, I just don't think uh, there was some close ones like Brett Favre was really close. Um, but I just think overall to watch play the game, the way that. He commanded the field, ran the offense, and just to do the things that he did, especially the Super Bowl in Denver, which, I mean, it wasn't like the Super Bowl he won with Indy. He wasn't that caliber, I don't think, but he still did it. And to see him work and run an offense, to me, was pretty impressive. I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. Yeah. I I am. How can you not be? I hate that that him and Brady were in the AFC. Because it would have been great to have seen seven or eight Super Bowls where Manning and Brady played. Yeah, exactly, right? Shit. Um, That Super Bowl that he won with Denver kind of broke my heart because even though he he ran that team, you could tell that he just he didn't have it anymore. But you know what? It shouldn't break your heart because that guy fucking deserved it. Oh, he did for for sure for for a couple of non football just I'm just selfish reasons. The kind of guy that he is. The way that he conducted himself through his whole career, mm-hmm. as funny he is, and this means nothing, but as funny as that guy is on TV, the personality that has just the complete embodiment of a pro, high-profile athlete, the guy's incredible. He is. And I was so happy to see him win that and be done, and it's a perfect ending to a phenomenal career. I agree. Incredible career. I agree. So Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was in my short list. You're welcome, Nick. Yeah, Peyton Manning was in my short list. <laughs> Uh, Breeze was in my short list, um, yep. but I actually ended up going with someone who was a stud quarterback when uh, there were no. He was, I, I think, he was the first stud quarterback, and that was Dan Marino. Can't disagree. It, back then, the offenses were so different, and he had, you know, he never had a thousand yard running back. Dan yep. Marino never played with a thousand yard running back, and he finished with sixty one thousand passing yards. It's criminal that he doesn't have a ring. It is. And you know what? A lot of people go, he doesn't have a ring, so he can't be the best. Okay. Not his fault. I mean, you know. Dude went to the Super Bowl his rookie year. Yeah. And never got to go again, unfortunately. Which, again, criminal. Uh, that criminal. he does not have a ring. This is, this is Dan Marino's stats in an era where running the ball was more common than passing the ball. You know, And you know who else was on my short list that I have to give a shout out to? That was Dan Fouts. 
Yeah. Because he was a fucking stud. Mm-hmm. All right, Marino had a 59.4 career completion percentage. He completed 60. He's through for 61,361 yards, 420 touchdowns, 252 interceptions, which, okay. But you got to remember back then, too, that the defense could basically drag the receiver down mm-hmm. back in those days. He led the NFL in completion six times, yards five times, and touchdowns three times. Yeah. In, 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 the, in the 80s and early 90s, back when it was about, hey, hand that ball off to that guy three times or two times, and then we'll try and throw for the five yards that we need. Well, and like you said, too, the defense was allowed to play defense back then. Yeah. So it, it, that makes it even more impressive. This was the thing that always amazed me about Dan Marino. Yes, he had some good wide receivers. He had Nat Moore. He had Mark Duper. He had Mark Clayton. Yeah, he had, he had still got to hit him. Yeah, yeah. With the ball, I don't mean literally yeah. hit him. Well, that you know, they're not allowed to do that at all. <laughs> you would go into a game saying, "If we stop Dan Marino, we win," mm-hmm. and you still couldn't stop Dan Marino. That's correct. So, there's some people might disagree with that, but I mean, man, I just I, I can't disagree with that at all. And 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 this was a, that was a hard one to pick because there are so many quarterbacks that kind of deserve it because of career numbers when you there's look at their bodies of work. There's a lot of them work. up there. Yeah, there's a lot of them up there. Uh, so, what position you want to go next? Uh, well, let's go running back since I know who yours is. It's Barry Sanders, of course. It's it's hands down. It's Barry Sanders. It's the the, the guy is like I said last week. He's a freak. The, he did things that physically, humanly, should not have been possible, and he did it playing for the Detroit Lions with no offensive line. Yeah, it's. The, there's if and I know I'll probably screw this up and you'll you can probably look it up and find the right stats but he was hit the first point of contact happened behind the line of scrimmage more than it did after the line of scrimmage that was the only knock against Barry Sanders and it wasn't his fault mm-hmm. he either went 60 yards or he lost five yep that, that's a but that was because he was so busy running around and bouncing off tacklers behind the line and of scrimmage even that five yard run was amazing it's like he should have lost ten. He'd run sixty yards and lose five. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, exactly. It's um, there's there's just there's no way to describe it. If you were able and lucky enough like us to grow, I mean, I was at Barry Sanders' first game, and I was in high school. Uh, we were working. We were slinging hot dogs for the football team, and they were playing the Arizona Cardinals. Like and, actually throwing them at people, or and, yep, literally. That's, that's what we that's do. Awesome. Yep. It it, it wasn't a an, a hate crime back then. <laughs> um. We we got to take a break or whatever, and he didn't start the game, but the the crowd started to get really loud, and it got deafening loud, and then all of a sudden, all we heard was the entire Pontiac Silverdome, 80,000 strong, chanting Barry's name, so we all said, we're out, so we all ran out, and we got to see him take the field for the first time, and that place was, deaf to this day, one of the loudest stadiums I've ever heard, and that was his very first time taking the field, and it was incredible. Little did we know that the career that was going to happen after that. But to be able to say I was at Barry's first game was, I mean, that that's pretty cool. Imagine if there had been a team around fuck. him. Imagine if, there'd been, if they'd have had some wide receivers or like an offensive line. Like if he played line. in Dallas? Yeah. If he'd have played with Troy Aikman, <laughs> if he would have played with Troy Aikman, he would have had 50,000 rushing yards, period. To this day, I contend, and I'll say it right here, and I'll put my hand in a Bible, Emmett Smith should wake up every morning, call Barry Sanders, and thank him for retiring. Because if he didn't, Emmett Smith would not have that rushing title. Would not happen. If Barry kept playing, Emmett wouldn't oh. have gotten that title. Well, what if I, I think Emmett Smith should get up every morning and thank the people that played offensive line for him because you and I could have ran through those holes. That should be the second phone yeah. call. Yeah. The first should be, thanks, Barry. Appreciate it. No, I, I agree. If, if, he'd have, if he'd have continued to play. But, of course, he didn't, and it was 
Oh God! Yeah, sometimes it's about them too. You know what I mean? He probably wanted to be able to walk when he was fifty, and I, yeah, I can, I can get that. A lot of it had to do with the way the Detroit Lions were approaching it, and when they cut two of our best, air quotes, best offensive linemen that off season. Yeah, like Lomas Brown. Bye bye. That's kind of what did it. Yeah, it I agree. Was, um, or I'm sorry, not Lomas Brown. There was another uh, Kevin. Okay, it was a lineman that was regarded as one of the best, better ones, and they just cut him, let him go, and. Next thing you know, right before the draft, or no, right before training camp, Barry retired, and the, the city just fucking melted down. Yeah, it was it because he waited till after the draft. Not a Minnesota meltdown. He waited till after they, the draft and after. <laughs> it was just bad. All, the timing could not have been worse. Yeah. And a lot of people were pissed at Barry about it, but they also understood because, yeah, Detroit Lions, that's what we do. Yeah. Fucking losers. This was the hardest one for me to pick because I had... now. I am not going to argue for one second that Barry Sanders should should be there. I can tell you the list for number two is like a a truck long. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. So I didn't go with Barry. I knew you were going to have him. I mean, I wanted to put Gail Sayers up here. Yep. Um, I you have to give you have to give consideration to sweetness. Absolutely. Dickerson. Yep. You even got to give Simpson. You even got to give OJ. You know, pre pre trial. That's a sharp pick. That that's a. Cut me to the bone. You cut me to the bone. <laughs> cut me deep, Shrek. But when I looked at what the person accomplished as when they played, I could not not pick Jim Brown. I just well, couldn't. That's that's the argument that the second best running back of all time is Jim Brown. Barry Sanders' dad still says that Jim Brown's the, the, the best all time. Granted, he's delusional, but I mean, listen, this guy was good enough to get Cleveland to championship games. Think about that. The reason that I, I picked him was because this was a guy that played when defenses were designed to stop the run, and they couldn't stop him. And cripple you. Yeah, and they couldn't stop him. He played 108 games. He only played nine years. He had 12,312 rushing yards. Back then, though, nine-year career is impressive yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Really and, impressive. And only 14 games a season. Yeah, Okay. exactly. So he played 108 games, 118 games. He had 12,312 rushing yards. He holds the record for the yards per carry over a career at 5.2. He had 15,459 all-purpose yards. He had 106 rushing touchdowns, and he had 126 total touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So he could catch the ball as well. He's the only running back to average 100 yards a game through his career. Right. 104.3. In nine years, he had eight rushing titles. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. He was the MVP four times. I mean... Can't argue. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm not going to poo-poo it, that at all. I, it, just like I can't poo-poo Barry. Just it's, like if um, you'd have said any of those names that I just mentioned, you can't. It's just your opinion. I just know that. I I just you know I don't know who else to go with. You, you can't argue though. I just I went with the non-stats aspect of it because Barry cemented his legacy as in the NFL as the greatest NFL or running back because of what he did on the field. Yeah. With who was playing in front of him. And it was constant. I I typically, like in college, one of the, the things that put a player over the top was like T- Tebow having basically been quarterback for three years, even four, because he came in. And it was the body of work. And I looked at the body of work of Walter Payton, and I'm like, God, you kind of got to give it to him like 14 years. and but Super then, Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. And, and, and then you – oh, by the way, I hate Mike Ditka for giving that ball to Refrigerator Perry and not, not – yeah, Walter Payton. That's the only thing I hate Mike Dicka for, but I think that was so fucking wrong. Right. But um, 
I just though. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, but I mean, you were up. Hard you were, to bring down a four hundred pound line. But you were up thirty points at the time. You I could know. have given Sweetness a touchdown. I, I completely agree. But I when I when I came, I just couldn't. You know what I mean? I know that he only played nine years. There's a lot of guys that played a lot longer and that maybe deserve it more. But I just I, I think that nine years in that era equals fifteen years in this era. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, the me- medically back then that surgery that Gail Sayers had is a routine surgery now, and it ru- it ended his career. Yeah, and I think that if Gail Sayers would have played an entire career, we probably would be talking about Gail Sayers instead of Barry Sanders, just because similar. He, yeah, he did the same thing. Not as powerful and not as fast because he was more graceful because people weren't as strong and as fast back then. But he had everything that Barry had. He was a gazelle yeah. on a football he was. field. He was so gorgeous, just crazy. So let's do wide receiver and let's just go ahead and agree who the goat is and go on to our number two. All right, Calvin Johnson. Let's just go. After that, you put Calvin Johnson over Jerry Rice without a doubt, without a doubt. Okay, it, not even hesitating. That's that's a super homer pick. I it, it's I not a homer. I, I don't think it's a homer pick because again physically dominating when he played the game. If he needed to run around you, he could. Was he as fast as Jerry Rice? No, but he was dominating. He, he Literally, he could do what he wanted because nobody else could match up with him. Jerry Rice just had to run away from people, and he had a Hall of Fame career doing it. I'm just looking at the overall check the boxes, strength, speed, hands, ability, just everything. I thought he was better than Jerry Rice because of his physical presence along with his athletics. Jerry Rice was just, like, physically fast. Great hands, but he was fast. He didn't run over people. He didn't out-muscle people to get balls. He didn't have to. Well, neither does Antonio Brown or Julian Edelman or... Any of those guys? I mean, yeah, it's, but it's a different style of receiver. It's a but different style of receiver, but it's about the end. The end result. If you have a game on the line, do you want to throw to Julian Edelman in the back of the end zone, or do you want to throw to Calvin Johnson? I would want to throw to Jerry Rice. But if he had to outfight a defensive back and go up and get a ball, who are you going to throw it to? Well, you'd throw it to Jerry Rice because the defensive back wouldn't be close to him. <laughs> well, there you go. Too complete. You, I'm not. I'm it, not. No, and you I'm, are 100 right. I'm surprised that you have him over Jerry Rice, but I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. The only reason I did is because of what he did physically to defenders to have the career that he did. Jerry Rice was like Deion Sanders, the returning. He didn't have contact that much. Like I said, he would turn a 10 yard out into a 70 yard touchdown quite a bit. He did play in an era, though, where defenders were allowed to do a lot more than they were than when Calvin played. Abs- but a- absolutely, but Calvin Johnson was a freak. I mean, he was a freakish football player, freak of nature at the receiver. That's why I went with him. It'd be like the same reason that I would pick Gronk as the best tight end. We didn't have tight ends, but if we'd had oh, tight shit, ends, we should have. If we had tight ends, I'd have said Gronk. Why? Because physically, you can't stop him. You couldn't. Yeah. A- at all. There's period. a lot of people that say Kelsey was is better, but I mean, oh, Kelsey's on his way. Uh, Kelsey's had a hell of a career so far, but physically in their prime, Gronk is unstoppable. Yeah. Clearly. Dude's yeah. a freak. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's a monster. Triple teamed him and he's still catching passes. That, that, that's what I mean. And that's what I was looking at. If you want to talk about grace and speed, it's Jerry Rice all day long. I just I just went what I thought was best overall at the position. It makes for a better and discussion. I, and I didn't pick Jerry, I didn't pick Jerry Rice because I thought we would both agree hand down he was the best. So I went and did I I did I compared some numbers in about what people did on the field. And even though I don't like this guy, it's hard for me to deny what he did on the football field, and that was Terrell Owens. Oh yeah. It, well if again he, if he would have shut the fuck up and played football. 
Yep. 219 games, 1,078 receptions for 15,934 yards and 153 touchdowns. Speaking of that, you know who could have been Jerry Rice-like if they would have shut their fucking mouth Antonio and played Brown? football, Brown? Oh, well, b- besides him? Chad Johnson. Oh, right? How much God-given ability can one person be blessed with but then just shit it out of their mouth the instead guy, of using yeah. it on the field. And he was really good for like six years. He was great. Yeah, but he was too busy worried about wearing his jacket Those Carson on the Palmer sideline. years yes. uh, in Cincinnati yep. where they should have been in con- championship games. Yep. Too self-absorbed. I, I, to this day, I mean, I see Terrell Owens on shows and everything, and you know he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a different person. But man, like in Philadelphia... You had the opportunity to play with Donovan McNabb on one of the best teams in the NFL, and and even when I when I used to do work in Philadelphia, the the fans would be like, God, that guy is so great, but he I, he just shut up. He just threw it away because they said, and I didn't realize how different it was like there than here. There were so many more opportunities for endorsements in an area like Philadelphia, and oh, he would just God, run that, his mouth, yeah. and 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 now and now he's broke. So I mean, nothing. But I, the, I'll never forget that game against Green Bay in the playoffs. When Steve Young hit Terrell Owens across the middle, and he took that shot to the chops, remember that right at the goal line, mm-hmm. and he won the game in the like the last play, and still caught that ball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then they one year in the playoffs they hung what fifty on Detroit. I mean, it, Philly or the Philadelphia. Same? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, um. It just. Yeah. It just. Shut up and play. Yeah. Like Jerry Rice did. Like a lot of those guys did back then. Yep. Just play. Agreed. Um, you never heard Calvin Johnson talk shit. Nope. It, I mean, it. yeah, he was real bitter toward the end of his career because Detroit just wouldn't put a better product on the field, and he's killing himself every single week. But um, you, you never heard sideshow crap like that from him. How many years did Calvin play? Oh, God, I want to say 11, 12, something like that. It was a pretty decent career. I, You know what? I, I kind of give someone like Calvin Johnson some credit. I, I feel like... I feel like um, somebody that would be angry about still being in Detroit after 11 years, it's kind of on you. Yeah, but you're on, right. But on the other hand, he stuck with I it. admire the loyalty. You yep. know what I mean? Dude, he said many times he'd love playing for the Lions. Jesus Christ, could he, you imagine? He'd love the city. Calvin Johnson catching passes from Peyton or Tom Brady nope. or Brett Favre or nope. Drew Brees? Nope, not at all. Hmm. Nope. And he still just tore it up those three years. Mm-hmm. He had three years where he was just... Unstoppable. Un- th- th- that's what I mean. It- it's it's again sad that he had a career that did not include even a Super Bowl appearance. Did he have a playoff appearance? Playoff. Um, yes, they had a playoff appearance and lost surprisingly. But yeah, at least no, you have hope this year. Yeah, that there's no season. <laughs> then you can't say they lost. <laughs> now that you have now that you have an owner that was born in this millennia. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. We'll see. Hey, she's already come out and said some really good things. I, yeah, <laughs> I you know what? I, I, I could come out and say shit all day long too, like I usually do. But you know, until you do it, Prove as me an wrong, owner, losers. I'm, I want that shirt with the Lions logo on it. Prove me wrong, losers. And I hope she does. I, I'd be an idiot and a liar to sit here and say that I hope she fails. I just, I have no reason. And I'll use this analogy, and I've done it before. If it rains for 300 days. Don't expect me to get up on day 301 thinking it's going to be a sunshine beach day. Show me. It's in Florida. Do something. Yeah, but we're talking about Detroit, remember? Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. In this case, it's been 50 years of rainy, shitty Sundays. Um, 
show us show us otherwise. I don't think it's been 50 years because there was a lot of years where they were in the same division as the Bucks, so you knew they were going to win twice a year. Well, the, there was two games a year where Barry was going to have some ridiculous highlight. Like every the, highlight you see with Barry Sanders is against the Bucks, and it's here. <laughs> I know it's always here. Like that seventy-yard <laughs> touchdown he had with no shoe. Oh, his sock is just flipping in the wind. And it, every year in and Tampa, he had some run. That, he's just a goddamn blur. Just, oh, you see is just a streak on the screen. And every Sunday night, it was on top plays in ESPN, and it was Barry in Tampa. It, it was crazy every time. Every time. I remember. I remember when I was in the Marine Corps, and I was in Memphis. And I didn't have cable in the barracks, and my buddy was married, and he was in my class, and he lived with his wife, and he would record primetime for me every week, Mm -hmm. and he would bring it to me. And he goes, I want you to watch at the two-hour or one-hour mark or whatnot. And it was the day that the the Bucks had played the the Lions. And at the end of the roundup, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Who was the linebacker? Not Chris Berman, but Tom Jackson. Right. Tom Jackson goes, look, I think it's very apparent now that – Barry Sanders is very, very good, and the Buccaneers are not. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you didn't have to give me that. Yeah, that that is a tough one. Um, but, yeah, it, for some reason, he always did something against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that it was just crazy. But the Bucs went on and won a Super Bowl, so we didn't. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, but Barry Sanders wasn't around after the, when they won their Super Bowl, um, was he? I was right. Calvin played for 11 years. 11 years. 2007 to 2015. Nice. So, nice. That's still a pretty solid NFL career. Yeah. Defensive player? Defensive player. Who do you got? I have Lawrence Taylor. I have Ronnie Lott. Good pick. Yeah. Um, Ronnie Lott, one of the original NFL players that made me want to play football. That boy could hit. Watching him, that's what made me want to play football. Guy was quiet, quietly violent. <laughs> yep. I had Lawrence Taylor because he redefined what the linebacker position was. Completely redefined it. <clears throat> well, full disclosure, Lawrence Taylor is my game changer for that reason. So okay. I, I will not disagree with you in any way whatsoever. Okay. So Lawrence Taylor's stats, he had 1,089 tackles, 132 and a half sacks. Nine and a half sacks that don't count because they did not count sacks as an official stat sack his first year, his rookie year. He had nine interceptions. He had two touchdowns. He had 33 forced fumbles. He had 11 fumble recoveries. And he ended Joe Theismann's career. Um, he was just, it was, there was, you'd never seen anything like him ever in the history of the game. Uh, linebackers were not supposed to play pass coverage and they were not supposed to rush the quarterback. They would, they would put pressure, but they were not. Like every play, you have to account for where Lawrence Taylor was. Yep. My game changer is going to surprise you. Probably not. It is. Who do you got? Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Polish kicker? There has never been a kicker that was a weapon like Sebastian Janikowski was. No. In my opinion. I mean, you're right as far as kickers go. Yeah, I I, I agree. Every kick was a touchback. Yep. He kicked 58 of 105 chances from over 50 yards. And he had a couple 60-yarders. His career average was 80.44%. And he kicked 105 kicks from outside of 50 yards, and he was an 80% kicker. And I think he was like 97% or 95% on his extra points. I know that that's not a typical kick, but, I mean, it's like, just get it to the 30. Seriously. What do we got to do to win the game? Get it to the 30. What are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My my, my, uh, runner-up was Devin Hester. 
Yeah, I mean that that that's a good one. Kicker wise, I could also tell you who's on pretty much on par with him. Not on par with him, but another version of him is Matt Prater. Matt Prater is really good. Um, great, obviously not known for his career in Detroit mostly, but in Denver. Um, Nick, who's obviously a huge Denver fan, said mm-hmm. he was quite the partier, and you'd swear he was drunk when he was kicking. But I mean, he does have he the, was money. He does have the tie for the longest field goal in NFL history at 63 yards. So um, uh, I thought the record was 64. I thought somebody broke it. Did it broken or did they tie it? Six, 63 was was the record. I think somebody kicked a 64 yarder uh, two or three years ago. Do you know who it was? I could have swore Prater still had it. Tied for it, I should say. I'm not say. sure. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. I also have to correct my own horrible math. Calvin Johnson played from 07 to 15, so he played for eight years. Okay. So it was not, I don't know where in the hell I got 11 years. So he was probably, that's why he never left, because he probably had the the didn't get the free agent attention that he deserved until after his first. And playing the style that he played eight years, it's a lot of mileage. It is. And a lot of injuries. It is. So. And you know what? I think one year he had, I think he had three years in a row he had over 100 catches, right? Very pot, yeah, I believe and he had so. One year we had like twenty one hundred receiving yards or two two thousand and change. Pro Bowl stats were, yeah. were yeah. Th- through the roof, but um, fair enough. It was, uh, in fact, yeah, his accolades in eight years is pretty impressive. Six time to the Pro Bowl, three time to first team, uh, second team in two thousand ten, two time NFL receiving yards leader, all rookie team receptions leader, receiving touchdowns leader, all decade team Blitnikoff Award, um. He was ACC Player of the Year in 2006. He's just uh, – he's he's Calvin Johnson. Matt Prater, 64-yard field goal at the end of the first half on December 8, 2013. 64. 64 is the record. So he's got it. Yeah. Two, two people two people held it at 63. I think it was um, – Dempsey, club foot. It was Dempsey, and I think it was – wasn't it Matt Bryant? Did yes. Matt Bryant from the Bucks kick it? Was it 63 or 62? And that was to beat the Eagles. It was 63, and I was at that game. Against the Eagles? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'll never forget that because I got to make a joke to all the people in Philadelphia when they started talking shit about how bad the Bucks were. I said, do you, do you want us to show you how to kick the field goal? <laughs> I was in the family section of the Eagles during that game because oh, wow. we were actually there as guests of one of the players of the Eagles who played at the same college I went to. His name was Todd Harrimans. He's an offensive lineman, very good offensive lineman who made Pro Bowl a couple times. Um, so we were there. We got to go to the team dinner the night before. Um that Philly Eagles section was so ridiculous up until that field goal. Yeah. It sounded like someone letting the air out of a tractor trailer tire. <laughs> Watching that ball go up and then keep going up and then it kept going and then that thing went through and that entire section just sat down like you just kicked their puppy. Twice. And took their lunch money. It was crazy. I was surprised that they that he made that. Hottest day of my life. <laughs> oh, and that stadium is a microwave. That's what they should call that place, the microwave. Raymond James? Yes. Were you sitting on the side that has the sun facing it? Yep. Yeah, that's... Up top. <clears throat> rough. Because that's where they put the away families, I guess, up so top rough. in the sun. Well, they put the... It's a good move. <laughs> they put the, the, the visiting team on the east sideline. So that even though the game starts at one o'clock by <laughs> they're two, still in the sun. by two o'clock or two thirty, the home home side is on is in the shade. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, nuts. It is. All that right, was a good list. That yeah, was, was fun. Fun. All right, so Saturday we'll get to rehash all our lists again. Yes, Fourth of July, right around the corner. Yes, it is. 
We'll have a special bonus episode. We know we have one special guest. I got to lock down the second one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that here in just a minute. So uh, hope people get stop being idiots and start being Americans again. Because I'm going to be, I, I can't, I'm fucking, 4th of July is my Christmas. I've said it over and over. I love the 4th of July. Kind of sucks there's no fireworks this year. Um, it, You know what? We'll make up for it. We'll, we'll find other ways. Want to make our own fireworks? Drink Drinking games. We can make our own fireworks. Sure we can. You're allowed to do whatever you want now. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching the news, but you can do anything you want. Thunderdome. Yep. It is. Fury Road. <laughs> I'm pissed off at that movie. There wasn't a single furry in that movie. 19... Is U.S. Highway 19 is now Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you ever go fast enough on 19 to make Fury Road. That's true. All right. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Check out Patreon page uh, if you would like. Check out the Spreadshop page if you would like. If you'd like to contact us with ideas, we have had three or four really nice ideas given to us by listeners the last couple weeks. You'll be hearing those pretty soon. Um, that's it. That's yeah. all I got. Jake King, give us a movie. Yeah. Yeah, you're up. All right. I'll shoot my message later. Thanks a lot, guys. Later. See you next week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first like met like a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.